Peace, power, and prosperity, family. How we doing out there? It's the Bitcoin Block Bully coming to you once again with an early rise of crypto update. I've been getting a lot of questions on where to hold um, individuals' EOS tokens if they don't want to just leave them on the exchange market with which they use to purchase them on. Um, one such mobile desktop wallet. Now, of course, you always have your hardware wallet. So for anyone that has a nano... Um, a Ledger S, you can you can definitely put your EOS tokens on the hardware wallet. Now, if you want to hold yours on something that's free but will allow you the advantage of holding and being the only holder of your private keys, meaning you're the only individual that can access those funds, you can utilize the Scatter desktop wallet. Now, there is a Chrome extension which is being recalibrated if I'm not mistaken they're um, coming out with a newer version of it so even though there's one available now it's, it's being said that it's no longer supported by the network so to say so use at your own risk so just wait for the upgraded version but we're gonna get into the scatter wallet and then we're gonna get into another use case of um, not only EOS but the integration of the scatter wallet in utilizing and operating with different decentralized applications that are available on the EOS blockchain much like the dApps or decentralized applications that are available to those that utilize the MetaMask wallet. In fact for those that do use the MetaMask wallet the scatter gives you sort of the same feel as a MetaMask wallet. Now the significant thing about the scatter wallet is that you're actually able to hold keys to a number of different currencies not just eos um to my knowledge they do have the eos wallet an ethereum wallet a bitcoin wallet if i'm not mistaken a bitcoin cash wallet i'll be doing a um an actual tutorial on the wallet later on as well um it may be added on to this video for those that are viewing it or are going to be viewing this on the bit patreon page also for those that are listening in if you do want to view the actual video and see the tutorial of the wallet actually being you know downloaded and opened up then you should go check out the new money matrix on bitpatron that's b-i-t-p-a-t-r-o-n bitpatron you have to create a block stack id in order to watch said video um but anyway let's get into the article and it's um entitled the scatterway keys and accounts EOS and the Scatter Basics, Part 1. This article is about the basics of how EOS works, what a private key is, and how EOS accounts and private keys are related. Now, if you already know, you can go check out some of the dApps that you can play with. And they have a number of different um, decentralized applications, which we'll take a look at uh, momentarily real quick. So what we're looking at is get-scatter.com forward slash apps. And you can see it's a number of different, um, as of right now, what I'm looking at is gaming or um, games of chance. You have EOS Bet, EOS looks like um, poker, slot machines, let's see, Bet Hash, Fair Games and Endless Rewards, Dice, social gaming platform. So yeah, uh, mostly a number of different gambling apps is what it seems to be over here on the EOS decentralized application. Interesting. But you're able to utilize these only if you have a scatter wallet in order to interact with them. Now, if you're 
all this, if all this is new to you, you'll need to understand it so that you can get your EOS account up and running and really safely manage your assets. So let's get started. How EOS works and scatters place in it. EOS IO is a blockchain, which is just a tower of building blocks. It is run entirely by users, and some of those users choose to run for elected positions. Those are the block producers or BPs for short which allows them to add new blocks to the top of the tower and return for pay. However, only 21 of the elected BPs are able to add new blocks to the tower, and everyone below them with less voters becomes a standby. Every user on the network can vote on who should be the elected producers. The top 21 block producers shift around a bit but are largely stable. It's interesting they got the top, top uh, the 21 main or top 21 block producers, whereas anyone that um, is familiar with the backdrop of Chicago's underworld. We had what was called the Main 21 Coalition out here, um, started by, if I'm not mistaken, Jeff Fortin and Eugene Harris. Or was it Jeff Fortin and Larry Hoover? One of them individuals. But anyway, it's real interesting. Um, the protocol itself gets updated from time to time, and a cool feature of the network is that they can all vote and update their network together when there is a consensus of 15 out of the 21 block producers. EOS Mainnet is one of the networks that runs the protocol and has block producers synced up and producing blocks together. We have built a decentralized computer network that people have accounts on with funds in them. Billions of dollars sit in the network. It is mind-blowing to be a tiny part of that. Scatter is the beast that Nathan, my brother, and I build that allow users and developers to easily connect to any EOS IO network. Before I explain what Scatter does, we'll have to dive into private keys and permissions. And this article was given by uh, Rami James, who um, is, I get along, him along with his brother, are the creators of uh, the Scatter platform. So, let's see. I'm getting into the private keys and permissions. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. What is the difference between EOS that than any other smart contract networks like Ethereum is Tron, is that users have actual accounts on the network and not just addresses. To access those accounts, you have to have private keys associated with an account permission. Account permissions give you access to network functions, such as transfer, which is used to move funds around the network. So it goes like this. Your EOS account, which is a conglomerate or a combination of 12 characters, letters and numbers long, give you owner permission and active permission. You can also now get short and special account names. Private keys give you access to a permission. Scatter never gives anyone your private key. Instead, it simply provides a proof that you own it via a signature. Most of the daily driver functions that you'd want to do with your account, stuff that is safe, is all in the active permissions. Exposing the active permissions associated private key isn't an end of the world scenario as you cannot lose your account this way. The owner permission houses the functionality that you could possibly use your account with, like underneath which swaps one set of private keys for another. Wait now, the owner wait. The owner permission houses the functionality that the owner permission houses the functionality that could possibly use your account with it. Right. Like undo hold on. Update. 
like update off, okay, update off or update authority, which swaps one set of private keys for another. You can use the same private key to manage both permissions, but that is bad practice. In general, we recommend that you hold two sets of private keys, one for each permission. Keep the active key permission or the active permission key in scatter and use that for everything you can, but keep the owner permission key somewhere safe. I like to put it on a couple of encrypted, encrypted USB sticks and hide that somewhere safe physically like a lockbox in a bank. There, this way, no matter what happens, there is no way to lose your account, which could potentially hold millions of dollars. Worst case scenario, you get your owner permissions private key and use that to update the private key for your active permission and you have access again. Another great way to secure yourself is purchasing a hardware wallet like Ledger. If your owner permissions private key is exposed, you lose access permanently to your EOS account and its funds. There's no way back from this scenario. So keep your owner permissions private key safe at all costs. From a private key, you can derive a public key. A public key can be used to search for an associated account. Since private keys prove ownership, public keys are linked to the accounts when you sign something on the blockchain the signature is validated against the public key that is associated with your account. If a signature is incorrect, meaning signed by a wrong private key, it will not be able to be added to the blockchain. To search for things like accounts, keys, and transaction IDs, you can use a block explorer like Blocks.io or EOS Spark. Scatter lets you hold your private key securely. It warns you of actions you are going to do are potentially dangerous. It allows you to generate and manage your private keys which are associated with your accounts. Scatter keeps you safe. Next up on smart contracts and applications. And they're going to do a, um, a updated um, article on the smart contracts and applications. I've already checked the scatter medium. They do have a couple of articles but not as important for the beginner as this article was. Just giving a simple breakdown. Now what we're going to get into actually is looking at scatter itself for those that will be able to view this as you can see we have the desktop version downloaded and you have two options one is I'm new to blockchain uh, and will set you up with a new blockchain account or I have my own private keys which allows you to import your accounts manually now I do want individuals to understand this in order to open up a EOS scatter account you do have to deposit a small amount of EOS into the account in order to make it active. With the other accounts, the Bitcoin, the Ethereum, and I believe the third one is Bitcoin Cash, if I'm not mistaken. I may, maybe Tron. Um, we'll take a look here in a minute. You, you do not have to send any uh, funds in. You do not have to send any funds in. So before we do that, what I want to take a look at is actually the Rex or the ultimate guide to Rex participation on EOS as this is a decentralized application that will allow you to collateralize and gain interest from your EOS holdings. So this is the what, the why, and the where for the average EOS token holder. Buy and sell Rex in three easy steps. This is from EOS uh, New York, which is another medium page. If you want to get right to purchasing Rex tokens and skip the information, oh, you're able to scroll down and just hit where can I buy and sell Rex. Now, um, what is Rex? Rex is short for Resource 
Exchange and is a novel creation first officially proposed, proposed by Block One on August 8, 2018. It is a marketplace created within the EOS blockchain that allows for risk-free leasing of network resources, CPU, and network. Now, why do we want Rex? Rex was originally proposed at a time when EOS was experiencing a high degree of congestion, which affected the ability for the average user to transact successfully on-chain. Just as important, large decentralized applications, or dApps, were voicing concerns over the rising costs and increasing scarcity of resources required to run their dApp. At network launch, all tokens were staked around 46% of these tokens remain staked today. When one stakes their tokens, one essentially lays a claim to a percentage of the network resources, whether a user uses those resources or not. EOS rate limiting algorithms, which govern resource allocation, take this into account. When a user is staking but not using resources, it essentially becomes an efficient, excuse me, inefficient allocation of these source scarce resources. In short, fewer resources for developers to access and at a higher cost. Now, Rex introduces a leasing market to allow for token holders to stake their tokens for the same reasons they did before you know, security and voting purposes, but relinquish their claim on the resources out to those that need it, i.e. the dApps devs. Um, this creates a free market to more inefficiently allocate, um, to more efficiently allocate on-chain resources. Um, let me see, EOS holders own, own the resources. They lend them to the Rex to get income. Holding EOS and not putting them in Rex is like owning a house and not living in it or renting it out. Interesting. Um, why should token holders care? Because Rex will pay token holders to care. Stake and start earning, unstake and collect profits. Okay. So how Rex works. As Rex is a resource exchange system, it shares similarities with the Chente platform. Specifically, the ability to borrow resources or lend available ones and receive a return. Contrary to the previous platform or the other stated platform, Chente, Rex only allows 30-day loan terms but benefits from the ability to keep the user's votes and retain full custody of their EOS. Rex returns are based on the demand for network resources that can be supplemented by fees from name bids and RAM trading. The Rex system introduces the Rex token, a non-transferable, non-tradable, Um, this is a, what is it? A non-transferable, non-tradable token which represents a claim to economic activity within the Rex pool. Essentially, it is an internal accounting unit. Users can acquire Rex by lending their resources. This can be from their liquid EOS balance or directly from their staked resources. So don't worry about unstaking prior to Rex launch. Um, and this, is, this article was actually released before the launch of Rex. It's been since launched. And um, I'm going to be doing a later on tutorial on actually how to inter uh, interact with it. To curb market manipulation, purchased RECs will be held in maturity buckets that cannot be sold until matured. These buckets mature at midnight, UCC time, four days after being bought. So if one buys RECs on Monday, 2 p.m. UTC, they will mature on Friday at midnight, UTC, which is 4.42 days. Um, Rex brought on the next day will go into a new bucket, allowing up to four buckets that mature on different days. A user can also consolidate different buckets into a new bucket that will start a new four-day mature uh, maturation um, process from the point of consolidation. 
after Rex has matured or after four days, it could be sold immediately. And unless there is a liquidity crunch, i.e. not enough EOS tokens in the Rex pool to cover the scale, as the Rex value relative to EOS can only go up, it is impossible to receive less EOS than they initially exchanged. Therefore, Rex tokens can be retained to continuously accrue value as a result of the economic activity within the Rex pool. Interesting. Once Rex matures, it is as liquid as unstaked EOS. A compromised active key could allow a malicious user to sell all one's Rex and move the EOS tokens immediately. To address that, a savings feature in the Rex. To address that, a savings feature in they added a savings feature in the Rex. Essentially, savings is a bucket that effectively never matures. One can move their maturing or matured Rex into the savings bucket at any time. If ever removed, a minimum delay of the point of the removal to midnight UTC that day plus four days will be needed for the maturation maturation uh, process. This will allow some time for a user to use the owner keys to override any compromised keys and move the Rex tokens back into savings. Rex participation and requirements. To be eligible to buy Rex, a user must be voting for at least, at least 21 block producers or delegate their vote to a proxy. Users can quickly delegate that responsibility to Rex Core Proxy, a proxy run by EOS Network, excuse me, EOS New York and EOS Titan, two block producers that have been actively involved in EOS since before its launch. Um, the pricing of Rex is affected by the demand of resources and any additional system fees funded by Rex. So the Rex price will be the total lint plus the total unlint divided by the total Rex. Once again, that's the total lint plus the total unlint divided by total Rex. Users or dApps can borrow resources using the Rex system. Fees paid for loans drive up the Rex price as they go into total unlint. The borrower only submits the payment and type of resource to the smart contract and receives delegated resources. So one can determine the exact payment required to receive the desired amount of delegated resources using the following equation, which is derived from the analyst of Bancor equation supporting Rex. Loan cost equals low total rent times loan amount divided by total unlink takeaway loan amount. So um, let me see. They got a strategy. It is not possible to receive less EOS upon selling Rex tokens than the amount of EOS a user started with. So the strategy is simple. The earlier a user stakes to Rex, the better. Remember, once a user has purchased Rex tokens, they will want to remove all of their Rex to their Rex savings, which is the same as staking EOS tokens for the state sake of security if the goal is long-term holding. And for a detailed list of Rex implementation actions and explanations, they have an EOS IO contracts GitHub link on where can I buy and sell Rex. We have reviewed nearly half a dozen Rex interfaces and are happy to present our recommendations for the easiest and most intuitive of a bunch. Um, we have EOS Titan, which is EOSTitan.com, um, and they created an intuitive, simple user interacts for Rex, which takes less than two minutes to use and only three seconds, uh, three easy steps. Um, it integrates with Scatter by Rex. Okay, and they do have, I'll, I'll go through all this when I do the uh, full out tutorial. Let me see. So they're showing you all the steps. 
And okay, so on the manage tab, users can buy and sell RECs, view RECs maturity status, start new loans and borrow EOS, view trading charts, account balances, automate loan renewal, fund RECs savings, and view transaction history. Note, mature RECs can show zero when there may be maturity showing they expired days ago. This is because tables are only updated on the next action in the smart contract. Performing a simple action such as depositing RECs in the savings will update all tables and correct any inaccuracies. EOS Titan RECs interface all uh, auto calculates the correct matured, maturing, and savings regardless of chain of off of chain state. An update is bundled in a transaction if required. Um, other recommended Rex inter interfaces they got Token Pocket for mobile and desktop, which is Rex.TokenPocket.Pro. Uh, excuse me, Rex.TokenPocket.Pro. Token Pocket, T-O-K-E-N-P-O-C-K-E-T.pro. And it's a leading mobile wallet across which comes highly recommended. It also has a desktop interface, which has integrated transit API for easy login and is featured. That's cool. Um, they got Blocks Cafe, EOS Cafe Block, and HK EOS built on one of our favorite block explorers, Blocks.io. was featured an estimated return rate of return calculator along with other necessary features plus a wallet, permission management, and more available on blocks. EOS Authority, which is eosauthority.com. Um, this site is incredibly useful and includes a simple Rex tool. They also maintain total Rex, Rex statistics here as well. Of course, the Chente EOS Inbox, EOS DAC, um, EOS Rex, which is the original, has built a dedicated website to host their interface. It was built by EOS Lab and EOS SoCal, the BP candidates. Um, Rex will undoubtedly be a powerful tool within the EOS community and can adopt to help lower the cost of development, increase token holding voting participation, and reward EOS token holders for their resource contributions. Stay tuned for our in-depth guide on interfacing with Rex as a developer. And thank you to EOS Titan for contributing to this article. This article does not constitute financial instant advice and is only intended to explain and convey the behavior of the EOS Resource Exchange. Please do your own research. Family, that was a quick um, article on not just the Scatter Wallet, the EOS um, blockchain, as well as the Rex integrated DAP that you can utilize and stake your EOS holdings on. Um, I'm going to come back and do a full out tutorial on the Rex Wallet and how, I mean, on the Scatter Wallet and how to integrate it with the Rex platform. Until the next video, until the next podcast, it's the Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I'm out of here.